Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. This is Jake coming to you live on the news on May 22nd, 2023. We've got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, that's the new Dave Matthews band playing in the background. Hold on, let me mute that before my 15 seconds of fame is over and YouTube starts giving me copyright strikes for playing too much music. Okay, um, it's on a rare occasion. It's a rare occasion that we start to have a deep thinker in the music industry. Now, there used to be this pop star back in the late 90s, early 2000s, Robbie Williams. Remember him? He's really massive over in the UK. Well, I ran across this article. There's no date. There's no time on it. I don't know when it was said, but it was posted May 21st, so that's recently. But Robbie Williams, I'm just going to let this 55 seconds of him talking play in its entirety uh, because he's laying down some truth about the society that we live in and the liars that are controlling everything. And let's just let this play. I just want to, I just want to get us in the mindset. All right. As I sweat, as I'm already sweating in the John McCain torture bin that I call a podcast studio in the middle of the desert. And it's only, it's only 1014 and it's hot as fuck outside. Joe Rogan's into ice baths. I'm into uh, uh, Vietnam torture sequences and doing a podcast in a fucking metal portable trailer. My God damn. All right. Here's Robbie Williams. Take a listen. We're in a post-truth world where you can't believe the media, you can't believe Big Pharma, you can't believe politicians, you can't believe what you're eating, you can't believe yourself. It's, you know, if at any time in human, since we've existed, there is a time where this whole empire could fall, it's now. And um, yeah, it's, it's, of course these things are going to arise because we can't trust anybody or anything. And um, I personally just believe and invest in my wife and my kids and my family. And um, yeah, I, I believe in them. We're in a post-truth. There we go. There you world. go. Couldn't be said said yeah. any better. I mean, I think is Robbie Williams speaking the truth. I mean, which politician is telling you the truth? Maybe Tulsi Gabbard. She's the only freaking honest one that I could pull up on my on my short-term memory right here. I think Bernie Sanders is somewhat honest. I just think he's honest about things that I just don't agree with his political stance. Other than those politicians, they're lying, lying about the food we eat, lying about everything. But he's 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 really keyed in on he has to focus on what matters, and that is his family and his kids. And I think that's one reason why conservatives that don't trust the media, I don't think anybody, I don't think, Demo, I think that's across the board right now, that Democrats and conservatives are not trusting the media and the bullshit that they've been feeding us. And I think that's why the rise in podcasts and the rise in people just finding some someone that seems like somewhat of a trustworthy source that they can listen to with their take on the news that's not, that's not paid off by big pharma, that's not paid off by these big institutions that regulate what can be said. Um, we are living in a time where lies are just abundant. If you listen to the last, I believe it was the last episode I did on Friday of last week, uh, where Gavin Newsom was taking the words of Ron DeSantis and totally editing them in a, in a political commercial to say something that Ron DeSantis never said. And the sad thing about that is most people will not fact check that. They will not see what was actually said and what Governor Newsom is saying that DeSantis said. And they just take it at face value. And they just divide everything down the political lines. And we have the two football team scenario where the right hates the left, the left hates the right, and they're both feeding us loads of bullshit. 
to to help to help strengthen those lines uh, when it comes to politics. Now, Robbie Williams, he's talking about just there's lies everywhere. There is lies everywhere. And it is a very interesting time to be alive because there's never been a time where this nation has been this polarized and the media has been polarized. But our access to, to free thinkers and people that are out there that are speaking is unlimited, you know, as far as the podcast, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's why Joe Rogan is such a great hit. You know, um, um, he takes these long form conversations on topics and people can really listen and dig in and get, you know, properly informed, whether it's aliens, whether it's whatever, it's atomic computing, the whole nine yards. That's why, you know, he's such a hit. But there's another there's another video that's streaming around. Okay, and this video, it's set to really piss people off and get a conversation going. I'm going to play the video for you. It's only 39 seconds long. And what it is, the premise of this video that you see floating around on TikTok and Twitter, and I don't know if it's on Instagram. I, I did see it on TikTok and Twitter. But it's stating that the University of California proudly hosts a black-only graduation ceremony where participation is based on race, which contradicts the very laws established during the civil rights movement. It's basically telling Rosa Parks to get her ass back to the back of the bus. The premise of this video and the publicity of this video is to state that it was a black-only graduation at the University of Berkeley, but it leaves out a few key details. But still, let me play this video. Let me bring it up. Hang on. If you're watching on Rumble, remember you can search for the show on Rumble. Just search at Radio Underland, no spaces, uh, no nothing. Just Radio Underland on Rumble, and that's where the show is at. YouTube, we get taken down a lot, but on Rumble, you can watch uh, the videos in their entirety. So, I'm going to play this clip. It's a it's 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 a, it's it's segregated black only graduation. Here we go. All right, guys, getting really excited. Okay, it's the premise of the video. It's the premise of the video. <laughs> uh, Aramis Anderson said the last shall be first and the first shall be last. Receiving a Bachelor of Arts in Disciplinary Studies field, Political Economy, Legal Studies and African American Studies. He said, disbursement and allocation, reparations for African Americans, and opportunity. All right, there we go. That's the end of the video. Okay, so you're going to have a lot of conservative talk show hosts talking about this, talking about the segregation. You're going to talk about um, how wrong this is, how it's, how it's saying that people can't coexist. And it's, I, I mean, I agree if this is actually a segregated graduation and it is set on the basis of this is for black people only, we have a problem. We do. I mean, this teaching these young minds of these future black leaders and, and, and it's putting them in a culture of things are better, um, when it's segregated, you know, come on. This whole the whole civil rights movement, the whole everybody that marched with Martin Luther King Jr. and all that was to end segregation, to end where things are separated based on the color of the melanin in your skin. Okay, so this this would be a progressive rewinding of the clock. Okay, what's next? Black only water fountains, right? We deserve our own water fountains. Black only uh, places to sit in the in the cafes across America. This is everything that was fought for. Okay, so conservatives are going to take this video and they're going to run with it. But here's the one minor detail that I don't think a lot of people are going to point out. 
Now, me being in the audio and visual professional of what I do for a living, I've done many graduations for many universities, right? And big universities that have a shit ton of students do things a little different. It's not one massive graduation, okay? The medical department will have their own graduation. The English department will have their own graduation. And the students that attend these classes are celebrated in these, you know, micro graduations for this bigger school. What I hope to God is happening at University of California, Berkeley is this. This graduation specifically, if you look at the video, you can see it's for the, uh, hold on, I'm gonna play it one more time just so we can see. If you look at that table right there, it says the Department of African American Studies. Okay, that's what it says on that table. Okay, so let's hope to God that statistically for the Department of Black Af or African-American studies that the participants would be mainly black. Uh, it looks like the whole fa faculty, the whole faculty sitting behind the, the podium or the lectern. You stand on a podium, you speak at a lectern. Yeah, some, my, my buddies in the AV industry correct me on that all the time. The whole faculty appears to be black. They're going to use this as segregation 101, but is this just the way the cookie crumbles? This is the Department of African American Studies. Most of the students that sign up for this class are going to be black. Most of the faculty regarding the leadership of this department, Department of African American Studies, are going to be black. Is this just the way the cookie crumbles and it's going to be taken out of context? I hope to God that is the case. I hope to God that is the case. So when you see this video streaming and it's going everywhere and everybody's calling about we're, you know, we're turning about the clocks and everything, let's hope, let's have an ounce of common sense and hope that this is not the case. I hope so. I hope so. I really, really, really hope so. Okay. Now, but, but in similar news, in similar news, okay, there is bad black news out there. Now, I can't speak on behalf of black Americans, but I can say this, that when a, when a structure, a governing body of people or somebody that you look to for your resources starts telling you what you can and can't do. Now, I understand. I understand alerting people to the dangers of things such as COVID, COVID, right? COVID. The government, in my opinion, should have had a, a mass media campaign that said that, hey, COVID's dangerous out there. It can kill your loved ones. It can people with diabetes, all of a sudden overweight, out, out, bad health people. It is a serious risk to them. Please take care of the ones you love. Mask up, wear gloves. Don't bring that shit home and kill grandma, okay? If they would have stopped there and publicized this and had a multimedia campaign and advised people strongly to do this, that's one thing. Now, flipping the books and shutting businesses down and telling people what they can or can't do, I believe is wrong. This is America. We still have freedom. We have freedom of speech. We have freedom to move around this country. We have freedom to, to have jobs to feed our families, okay? And COVID, the regulations, the government, all the people in charge stepped way over the bounds. Give me advice. Tell me strongly not to do things or advise against it, but don't regulate me where I can't live my life of freedom in the United States, in the socialist country of the United States. Well, in other black news, which I'm probably not qualified to talk on, um, the NAACP is coming out and telling people uh, that you cannot travel to Florida, that Florida is openly hostile towards African-Americans. Huh. Isn't that some shit? The NAACP issues travel advisory for Florida saying the state is openly hostile towards African-Americans under government of Governor DeSantis administration. 
once again, this is the left and the liberals ruining this country and telling people what they can and can't do. You know, just because the leftists that run the NAACP believe that African-Americans, black people of color can't think for themselves and we need to regulate them and tell them where they can and can't go. So according to the NAACP, if you are black and planning on taking your children to Walt Disney World, uh, may, might as well put that on the back burner. You know, this is the thing that I, it, the Democratic Party and well, the, the Democrat and the Re Republican Party are both going this way where it's big Karen, big Karen government, big Karen government where we tell you how to think. Now, I might be oblivious to this. But other than DeSantis raising hell down there about transgender policies being taught in schools, it's his war with Disney, I don't recall him recently in any time burning crosses in black people's lawns. I don't know. Maybe I missed it. Maybe I missed it. But where is the story? What is this based on? What has DeSantis done towards minorities specifically that has created this hostile environment for African-Americans? This is one of those things. The NAACP comes out and says it's a hostile environment for African-Americans in Florida. Don't go. Based on what? Based on what? Now, I'm reading this quote here. Let me pull this window back up. Uh, this is the NAACP president. He's saying, beware that your life is not valued. This is from the president and CEO, Derek Johnson. He told CNN on Monday, he cited a new DeSantis backlaw allowing gun owners to carry a concealed weapon without a permit, as well as education policies that include a ban on teaching about gender identity and sexual orientation through the 12th grade. Hold on. Hold on. Those are the reasons. Those are the reasons why black people are advised not to go to Florida because he's DeSantis said something about constitutional carry. And he doesn't want transgender teaching in the classroom. Where's the ra where's the race argument here? Where, how is this targeted at black people? Huh? This announcement came days after LULAC, the League of United Latin American Citizens, issued also issued a travel advisory for Florida after DeSantis signed a new immigration law that will go into effect in July. Both the LULAC and the NAACP say actions under the DeSantis administration are hostile to their communities. Florida is openly hostile towards African-Americans, people of color, and LGBTQ plus individuals, according to the NAACP. It says, before traveling to Florida, please understand that the state of Florida devalues and marginalizes the contributions of and the challenges faced by African-Americans and other communities of color. This is one of those things where it's just a bunch of rhetoric. It's not based on anything, and it's just people. They don't like the politics in Florida. Obviously, the NAACP, they are anti-DeSantis. They are anti-Americans being free. They are anti-Americans having the right to constitutional carry a concealed weapon. They are anti keeping uh, a sexual function of the LGBTQAI plus community out of schools. They're just anti that. And because of that, what they're going to say is, all right, we're going to take our people and we're going to stay the fuck out of Florida. Well, if I was a black American, I'd, be, I'd get sick of this bullshit really quick. These organizations trying to tell me how to think. I mean, the Democratic Party has been doing that for 50 to 60 years. Where has that gotten you? Where has that gotten you? Okay. 
Uh, all right, on to the next story, which ties into these other two stories. And this is Ice Cube talking. This is two minutes and 27 seconds. I'm going to play it in its entirety, and then we'll discuss it when it gets done. Here we go. Mr. Cube, take the mic. One more thing I wanted to ask about was, um, like, in the 2020, when you kind of supported Trump and stuff like that, what, what did you think about, like, because you're Hollywood, you know, there's a lot of, like, propaganda and stuff like that. What was that like getting flack for that? I mean, I never supported Trump or Biden. I never asked to speak to the Republicans or the Democrats. I created a document called The Contract with Black America that spelled out a lot of different issues that we believe were the reason why it was so much unrest after George Floyd was killed. Um, and I, I released the document and everybody wanted to talk to me. The Republicans asked to talk to me and the Democrats. I went to talk to both of them about the contract. The Republicans asked, could they implement some things from the contract in the, into their proposal. And I said the document was open for anybody to use in any way they desired. So if they just want to use it as educational purposes, they could. They wanted to add more, you know, paragraphs or more ideas to it, they could. They wanted to use it to change, get a law change. They could. So I didn't mind them using it. I met with the Democrats. The Democrats said, we like 90% of what's in there. And we'll talk to you after the election about it. There's like a stigma amongst like the Afri African-American community to like Republicans and stuff like that. I don't know what's going on in the African-American community when it comes to that. You know what I mean? Like, black people have supported Democrats, you know, uh, overwhelmingly for mm -hmm. 50, 60 years. And, and nothing has changed. So something's got to change. Boom. Something's got to change. And I think Ice Cube is one of many people, minorities, Hispanics, Latinos, black Americans, black African Americans, whatever do you want to classify yourself, but there's typically Americans, American minorities. The Democratic Party has used the minorities as such a tool to say that we are the ones that are here for you. We are the ones that are going to protect you. And what, what, what do we end up with? We end up with high gas prices that affect low income Americans, regardless of color. We have record high inflation, which influences any low-income American, regardless of color. Uh, uh, come on, man. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. We got Kamala Harris in the in the White House that was a, a DA that was smoking weed in her recreational time, but locking up minority Americans by the boatloads and throwing throwing uh, the key away. Okay, I don't know. It's time to wake up. I think Cube is onto something. I think lots of Americans are also onto something, and uh, it's it's time for a change. And I'm not saying Donald Trump is the answer by any means. I am not. I am not. But we got to do something. We can do better. 
You know, I'm all about a third party. Start to bring back individual freedoms. I don't think that'll happen anytime soon, but come on. Come on. Okay. In a shocking turn of events, well, let me rewind this a little bit because I'm going to get ready to play this other video. Um, you know, we just we just went through COVID. We just went through COVID. And what was the battle cry of the left? The battle cry of the left was trust the science. Get your freaking COVID vaccine. Trust the science. The science is always accurate. The science, 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 science. Trust the science. Uh, why does that argument only apply to COVID vaccinations? Because when it starts coming to transgenders and male and females and the science of XY and XX chromosomes, uh, shit just goes out the window. Window in a hurry. Here's a fifth grade teacher that is battling with some uh, uh, transgender babble. Uh, let's just take a just take a, just take a little watch. Men do not menstruate. Only women menstruate. Now you can call yourself Cis men whatever you don't want. Menstruate, but trans men do menstruate. No, Same they as don't. Non-binary people. <clears throat> Crazy eyes. Menstruating is not exclusive yes, to it cis is. women. No, it's not. Yes, it is. So explain you're, to me as to why my body menstruated. If you are, if your chromosomes are XX and you're young, you menstruate. If you're XY, you don't. Correct, but what about trans men and non-binary? We're not excluding men. a whole group of they're, people They're women dressed as men. You are not a man. You can pretend to be a man, and that's okay. That's perfectly fine. Live your life and tell me what a man is. Well, what's a man to you? You define a man for me. You have chromosomes that are X and Y. That's what a man is. So why are we just looking at the the the, the science of this as an the example? Science. When when we've learned sex and gender sex. identity are two very they're completely different things. They're not completely different. They are things. completely different. Completely different words. And sex is what you're born with, the sexual reproductive organs you have. Gender is what you identify with. They're completely different Well, I don't accept things. that distinction. You have to argue for it. You're just giving a conclusion. You're, you're just making it up. Boom. Boom. You're just making it up. Wait, he, he's not lying. He's not lying. I mean, I don't, have, I don't think I have to keep saying my position on this at all. I don't care what you stick up your butt, stick in your vaginas. If you want to chop your dick off as an adult, if you want to do any of that stuff, that's all up to you, man. This is a free country. Do what you will. Uh, my only problem is don't compete in women's sports and don't be indoctrinating our kids with that bullshit. If you want to live in a mentally dis delusional world where you think you're a unicorn, be my guest. Be my guest. Okay, this next video is also very interesting. <laughs> this one's good. This one's good because the problem the problem the left has is if you can't define things, how can you protect what you cannot define? You know, you want to pass legislation, you want to do all this other kind of stuff. If you're fighting for something, you have to be able to fight and and define who you're fighting for. Well, this politician getting in a debate uh, asked, "What do you define as a trans woman?" And it all hell broke loose because that's impossible to do, according to the left. Here, let's check out this video. Can you tell me what a trans woman is? I think that we've had lots of conversations about trans identity on this floor, and I would love to not participate in reinforcing the negative rhetoric that we it's have. Not I negative, would just rather we're, we're having focus a discussion on why about this why bill, a trans woman I'm, I'm so should sorry. or should not be able to compete against natural women at the college level. This is the whole issue of this bill. What is the difference? What is a trans woman? 
I've literally laid out in my opposition speech why this bill is harmful. You don't have to agree with me, but I've expressed it's harmful to the economy. Is there a difference? It's harmful to, to all students. Is there it's, a difference? It's reinforcing a discriminatory rhetoric and misinformation and stereotypes. And you don't have to agree, Representative Toth, that is your choice. But I think this line of questioning is potentially problematic. Gross measure of body strength suggests that a natural females are approximately 50 to 60 percent, only as 50 to 60 percent as strong in upper body strength as a, as a man. Is that not relevant? I think what is relevant is that the legislature is, push, is pushing a t complete ban, the most extreme piece of legislation, as opposed to allowing the governing bodies, which are um, addressing fairness and putting in rules and regulations on their own without us interfering. So a biological male, let's say, that competes in the javelin throw and then becomes a trans female, what is the difference in the weight of the javelin between a man and a woman's sport competition at the collegiate level? I would really invite you to listen to this opposition speech that I gave. How about a shot put? What's I the difference? I think that it's very important that we don't reinforce. Do you know that the woman's shot put is half the weight? And I think that this line the of questioning is, is trying, the and, of a is trying shot to create put? and perpetuate misinformation. That's misinformation. I think that here, here, here no, is... No, it actually is. A men's shot put is 16 pounds. A woman's shot put is 8.82 pounds. That's not misinformation. Members, let's please refrain from talking over one another. How about a basketball, Representative? Men's basketball circumference is 29.5 inches. Do you know what a woman's basketball circumference is? Like I said... The bill, or what we are talking about, is to allow for the governing bodies Thank to you. make the rules and regulations. Boom. Yeah, this guy was bringing up some points that just get glossed over. I mean, we haven't had an incident that I'm aware of, of a trans shot putter going from the men's with a 16-pound shot put to a women's 8.82 shot put, or a javelin, the weight of a javelin from a men's javelin to a women's javelin and dominating the sport. But, I mean... The, pr the problem is, is we're opening up the doors for this. I mean, how unfair would it be for a man that's been working out with a 16-pound shot put to go into women's sports to start tossing an 8.82? That's where I have problems, and I think a lot of people do. Like, like I've said, the, the trans, the men's athlete competing against women is just fucking wrong across the board. And when these arguments that are happening, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But that, this uh, representative that was speaking to this woman, uh, he was really bringing up some valid points. Don't you think? Don't you think? There are differences. There are differences. There's biological differences between men and women. And when you get into the physical aspects of athletics and the physical attributes of the athletes that are competing against each other, it is completely unfair. We're going to let a trans athlete come in there and go into the shot put and totally destroy the collegiate records that are out there or even the world records that are out there because he's going to fucking launch this cannonball like it's a softball. That's just... It's the, the, the argument is ridiculous. Okay, so if you're looking for a nice vacation spot this uh, summer, let me recommend to you uh, Chicago. Uh, Chicago um, apparently is converting all of their police stations to hostels in a way. Now, let me take let me just let's just take a look at this so you can see what's going on in Chicago. This is a 32 second video. Let's take a look at this. Just I just want you to see these are police stations. 
Now you may ask, what's going on in Chicago? Why are the police stations looking like homeless shelters? Well, what's going on? What's going on? Let me get my picture in picture going for those of you watching on Rumble. What's going on here is uh, in Chicago, states like Texas, states like Texas that have been told that they cannot define or defend their borders. They cannot regulate immigrants coming across the border. So these border states that are vastly Republican but are becoming controlled by the leftist mindset that we cannot protect what's ours, we cannot defend our borders, we cannot stop the flood of immigrants coming over. Most of these are Venezuelan immigrants that are coming up over the borders of Texas, Arizona, etc. The leftists, the leftists of this nation say, don't do anything about it. So what is Texas doing? They're putting all these immigrants on buses and they're sending them to leftist districts such as Chicago. And I think I think this is what should be done. If the left really wants to not deal with this problem and not let Texas on a state level deal with it in the way that they want, then you deal with it. You deal with it. I think Chicago is one of the most liberal places that's out there. Uh, maybe 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 followed close behind by San Francisco, uh, New York, uh, other big cities, Seattle, Portland, Portland, all these cities that are just a clusterfuck of, uh, of, 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 of a mess. Yeah. Let them deal with it. Let them deal with it. If you want, if you want, if you think this is okay, if this, you think this is okay, then you deal with it in these liberal freaking blue centric high population areas that dot our globe blue centric. I mean, democratic control, democratic mindset. It's their problem. It's their problem. So, if you want a cheap place to stay this summer, you can go visit Chicago, bring your blow-up air mattress, and just crash out in the, one of the safest places that you can be, which is the police stations. And uh, basically, they've opened up their floors for first come. It's, it is on a first come, first serve basis. So you might want to get there. It's climate controlled. Uh, you'll be in the lobby. Nice views of the street. You have glass windows and doors all around you. Um, I'm sure they're giving them access to facilities. It might be a very cheap way to travel this summer. You know, go to, go go to go to Chicago and stay in a police station. We've always had negative connotations about some of these hostels, especially since a horror movie came out, Hostel, and when nobody wants to get raped, murdered, and everything in the hostel. But when the hostel's set up in a police station, I don't think there, there could be a much safer environment than to have armed security around you at all 24 hours of the day uh, while you're camping out in Chicago and seeing the, the sights and the sounds, the fountain that's at the beginning of uh, Married with Children. You can see that big that big metal bean thing. Cheap vacation. And I, if, if you plan it right, if you live close to the border in Texas, you could probably even get a free bus ride up to Chicago. Um, I would recommend strongly putting on some brown makeup, maybe a sombrero and a serape. And uh, you can just get shuttled onto a bus and you and your family can just boom, express services to Chicago. All you have to pay for is your ride back to your hometown. This makes budgeting sense 100%. Okay, on to the next on to the next story that we're covering today. Okay, should Joe Biden be impeached? Wow, 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 wow. The statistics are in, and it's not looking good for old creepy Joe. I saw a clip the other day of Donald Trump saying that he's going to retire crooked Hillary and start using crooked Biden. Uh, so what are the statistics out there? So basically on uh, May 11th through the 14th, May 11th, 14th and 15th, 996 likely voters were surveyed. And they're showing that the 46th president had an average of 42 percent of Americans believing Congress should begin the impeachment process against him. As expected, 
Biden's impeachment is more wanted by Republicans who had a 70 percent of Republicans saying that the impeachment should proceed while Democrats want it less. Of course, of course, they got to play their party lines with 71 percent saying it should not proceed. But the poll also asked one interesting question, uh, uh, and, it, and it's only getting worse for the president. And 53% of the of the people polled, regardless of political affiliation, said that they do believe that the president at some point committed high crimes and misdemeanors that would justify Congress impeaching him. With only 38% of those saying it is, no, with 38% of those saying that it is very likely that he will be impeached. What are your thoughts? Come on, China. We got that China money flowing. China money flowing. Uh, yeah, this is an interesting story that just, uh, let me get my face all the way so you can see the picture if you're watching on Rumble. Um, a school in, this was, let's see, Lake Oswego, Oregon. Uh, basically, in Lo Lake Oswego, Oregon, uh, the the facility, the the teachers and the and the faculty there decided to, 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 to set up a Feminine products dispenser in the boys' locker room, boys' showers, and everything. Uh, the boys being what boys are, uh, took the machine down and threw it in the toilet, and they've got a viral picture going around of the toilet with the feminine products dispenser in it. Now, kids, you shouldn't do that. I mean, what have, you know, what are the trans trans males, the, the menstruating trans males going to do now? Who knows? Uh, the House GOP is voting to defund the Pelosi-created Office of Wokeness in the new budget. There's not much to say here otherwise, uh, other than that Pelosi back in, I believe it was 2019, implemented this Department of woke Wokeness. Uh, let me see. What is it? Let's see how they decided. it. The House Office of Diversity and Inclusion. And so they're debating defunding this for 2024, according to the uh, House-run GOP, the GOP House-ran committees. Uh, the description of the uh, of the House Office of Diversity. Uh, let's see what it is. The House of Representatives is committed to creating and maintaining a diverse and inclusive workforce. And one of the first acts of the 116th Congress, the House establishes the Office of Diversity and Inclusion. Its mission is to foster diversity among House employing officers so that the House workforce reflects the diversity of America. Anyways, uh, the GOP is trying to vote this nonsense out and defund Pelosi's blah, 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 blah. Uh, the, 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 the Tony Soprano stand-in from New Jersey, Chris Christie, is announcing that he is going to run in the 2024 election. Uh, he's being financially backed by Steve Cohen, who is the owner of the New York Mets. Uh, Steve Cohen is also announcing that he is going to be a financial backer of the New Jersey uh, Governor Chris Christie. Now, Chris Christie, he believes that he can touch the independent party uh, in an appropriate way, unlike the, unlike the inappropriate way that Biden's been touching everybody and sniffing. Chris Christie believes that he can get some of that independent vote. Now, um, remember Chris Christie, this is, you know, he did this before back in, uh, 2020, I believe, but, but, but back in 2016, uh, yeah, 2016 is when Christie, uh, ran for the presidential office and he did okay until he lost in the New Hampshire primaries. And then he just kind of folded up shop and went away. Uh, but Chris Christie was also very vocal, uh, President Trump actually appointed him to his up opioid opioid and drug pandemic, whatever, drug problem committee. And Chris Christie was reading that for a while. So he once was very vocal in his support for Trump. Uh, but Chris Christie 
now he's claiming that he was supportive of Trump. Uh, but when you when you get to the point where you have a vote and you say that the vote, the 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 outcome of the vote was a fraud. Chris Christie believes that's when you're crossing the line. And so Chris Christie no longer supports Trump and he wants to run and grab a bunch of uh, Biden votes and be the first Tony Soprano lookalike in the Oval Office. Uh, yeah, this one right here is interesting. This one's right here. interesting. Now, we know we covered the story of Jim Carrey and a couple other celebrities that were getting out of uh, California, selling their mansions before the new 2023 laws went into effect that would put an additional tax on the mansions in uh, California. And he got out of California, but he's saying some interesting stuff. He's kind of gone Bieber. He's kind of gone Bieber. I don't know what kind of uh, revelation Mr. Kerry has had, but he is saying some very interesting things. Here we go. Let me pop this up. Let's just take a listen. It seems like he's been converted. He's been converted to something. Let's get the brave window up. All right, here we go. Mr. Jim Carrey, listen to what he's got to say. made a decision to transcend and to leave darkness behind. And it takes a champion to make that decision. And... Uh, I really want to speak to the fact that I've had some challenges in the last couple of years myself. Uh, and uh, ultimately, I believe that suffering leads to salvation. And in fact, it's the only way that uh, we have to somehow accept, and not deny, but feel our suffering and feel our losses and uh, and then we make one of two decisions. We either decide to go through the gate of resentment, which leads to vengeance, which leads to self-harm, which leads to harm to others, or we go through the gate of forgiveness, which leads to grace. And uh, your being here is an indication that you've made that decision already. You've made the decision to walk through the gate of forgiveness to grace, just as Christ did on the cross. He suffered terribly, and he was broken by it to the point of doubt and a feeling of absolute abandonment, which all of you felt. And uh, then there was a decision to be made. And the decision was to look upon the people who were causing that suffering or the situation that was causing that suffering with compassion and with forgiveness. And that's what opens the gates of heaven for all of us. So I wish that for all of you. I wish that for myself. I know that you know, no matter what I've suffered, most of you have suffered worse than that. But that's why I admire you, because you're here. You know, and you will have grace. Oopsie. This decision has been made. So I'm so glad to be with you and, uh, and to be a part of this. Thank you, Father Greg. Thank you, Jim. Well, there you go. Uh, Jim Carrey. It seems like he's had a little bit of a religious conversion. I've been seeing, I've been noticing, I've been noticing a gaggle, let's call it a gaggle of celebrities that have been converting to uh, faith-based religious points of view 
And I mean, Justin Bieber, that's one. I mean, we talk about this guy. Um, who was that guy? The the podcast king that came out. Uh, he used to be on MTV, and he was the first, the grandfather of podcasting. I forget his name. He was on Rogan. He was making uh, extreme declarations of faith. Uh, we just had American Idol last night. We had the Hawaiian kid that won it, but the second runner-up, I forget her name, but she was declaring her faith in Christ. Uh, is this a trend that's going to happen? Is this going to buck the system of all these uh, what was once liberal uh, actors and activists on the be- behalf of the you know liberal ideology of this country are they going to convert and have a different points of view and be influ- influential speakers? No idea, but it seems like Jim Carrey has definitely uh, turned over a new note. Let's see. All right, here's this viral TikTok video that's been going around, and uh, this is this kid. He keeps on doing like dumb shit. I don't know his name exactly, but he's a live streamer. He does this stuff where he just like jumps in the back of people's car and he just trolls them and he tells them that, oh, I thought you were my Uber. And he just gives people a hard time. He's also been walking into people's homes, just open up the front door, open into people's, walking into people's homes, just doing random bullshit. Uh, now he's doing this thing where he walks into public libraries and just starts ripping up the books. I guess you could do anything for the TikTok views. I would like to see this motherfucker try this in a place like Texas and just walk into somebody's home and see what happens. But anyways, anything for the views, and I'm here promoting it, which makes me an asshole too, but here's this kid walking into a, a library and just being a complete dickhead and getting those TikTok views. All right, boom, we're in the library. Hey, you men are dragging it, but I'm trying to get me nicked out here. And I said rip a book in front of the people, then. All right, fuck it, let's just do it. Any book. All right, come, 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 cameraman. I'm sorry. Come, let's go. Excuse me, what can I, um... Did a book here? Oh, sure. Just, uh, right. Yeah, if I thank you. Um, uh, I just got a bit. Can I get this book, please? Alright, okay. Just one minute. This is TikTok. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Sounds like it's over in the UK. TikTok video ripping books, no? Excuse me, what's going on, guys? Okay. Um, this is not just what we did. Is, is that your book from home? No, okay. it's not. All right, all right, enough of that bullshit. I just tell you what, man, this this TikTok, this TikTok bullshit, the stuff that's going on, oh, God damn it, that fuck, just pisses you off, man. All right, so we've got in uh, today's episode of Virtual Signaling White Karens, and the audio on this is kind of fucked up, but we've got Nebraska elect, elected official Senator Michaela Kavanaugh uh, going off the rails. Why is it always these old, fat, white women that just want to go off the rails on every topic? Anyways, uh, sing along if you know this chant, because this is the chant from Nebraska elected official, Michaela Kavanaugh. Take it away, Michaela. Well, she just keeps doing that for a minute and two seconds. So I, I think I think you get the point. I think you get the point. Man, Karens love doing this shit. They really do. I, I don't see what the such a, quite the appeal is. Um, but anyways, Senator Michaela Kavanaugh, um, somebody that is obviously mentally stable, that is a, a Nebraska elected official. Come on, Nebraska. You can do better. You can do better. Trans people belong, blah, blah, blah. We need trans people. Okay, whatever. 
I, I just don't get why I don't get the cheerleading over what you do with your sexual and your sex, sexual kinks. I mean, if I was to stand here and say, we need cis people, we need dicks in vagina, we need dicks in vagina. So what? What does that matter? Keep that to myself. It doesn't matter where, you know, where I'm putting my dick or if, we need to talk trans. We need truckers. We need, come on. Why is the sexual activity and what's going on in the bedroom or on your sofa in your living room and your neck fit Netflix and chilling? Why is this such a prominent thing that needs to be shoved in the face of everybody? It blows my mind. I don't get it. I don't get it. I did run across these interesting uh, quotes from Miss Margaret Thatcher that I think apply aptly to today. And it should be taken with consideration. Now, Margaret Thatcher, she died in April 8th of 2013. But she had some interesting quotes. And I think these quotes actually play in today. And one thing that she said is, socialists say publicly owned. What they mean is state controlled. Socialists say government aid. What they mean is taxpayer funded aid. Socialists say social justice. What they mean is selective justice. That's a very important one. Socialists say equality, and what they mean is leveling down. Why do they twist the truth like this? Because they dare not spell out the socialist reality. And I think that reverts back to the first video we played of everybody lying to us and these code words that Margaret Thatcher pointed out at one time. I'm not too sure when in her career she pointed that out. I think they're apt to today. Okay, let's see. Do we need to continue? Do we need to continue? I mean, I've got videos of, of, of transgender people. Okay, this one's an interesting one because everybody says this doesn't happen, but the videos keep popping up of it happening. Everybody says drag story hour is just a, a, a man dressed up reading you know, books. I don't know what this particular event was. It's odd because it's all adults and one minor child looks like she might be five to seven years old. And just, you know, a trans person kind of shaking her thong thong ass thong thong daisy duke ass I, uh, who can, I don't know i don't know but here's another video of the shit that doesn't happen happening once again here we go like that girl little girl's like what the fuck's going on that's got to be the mother right and what are, why are all these adults just championing clearing as this girl sits in a chair? I mean, this is not as sexual as some of the other ones I've seen, but still, why would you put your daughter, your kid there? I, why is this kid even there? And got a kiss from the from the tranny. I don't know. Whatever. Just more bullshit that keeps happening. Uh, uh, uh. Odd. It's an odd time that we live in. Odd time that we live in. Parenting today, fuck, man. Just do whatever you want to do, I guess. Okay. Um, vigilante justice. We found ourselves in a society today where, you know, if you still go into a store and steal something, as long as it's under 900 bucks in total, you can basically just walk out the door with it and get just like a little misdemeanor, a little slap on the hand, a little uh, 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 don't do that if you get chased down at all. I mean, we've got security guards that are just watching this shit happen over and over. And that's what we've got businesses in these ultra woke communities such as Portland and Seattle where businesses like Target, CVS, and everything are just moving out in droves, shutting their doors because they can't deal with all the theft and all the, the, the irrational behavior from the clientele in these neighborhoods. Well, one uh, woman who is the store of a Dollar General decided to take things into her own hand. Uh, she decided to chase down the perp, the perp that was stealing 
uh, shit from her business and uh, basically knock him off his bicycle with her car. I mean, could we use a little bit more of this vigilante justice? I'm sure she's going to get a bunch of legal problems with this. But let me let me see if I can blow this up. Let's see if we can get this to fit. Yeah, that'll, you can see that. So here we go. We got the guy that just stole a bunch of product from the Dollar General, and this manager is not having it. Check this out. Watch. Here we go. Oh, oh, she hit him with her car. All right, what does she have to say? Oh, then she opens up the door right into his chest. I mean, the thing we've got here, I mean, if, if I please, people are feeling so helpless. If the if the police departments won't do anything, if your government elected officials in your communities won't do anything about the rabid theft and everything, of course, what this lady did is probably not legal, not legal. I'm sure there's some attorney that could see this and that represent this fine young uh, American and uh, sue her ass. But goddamn, if there's no repercussions of, of just walking into businesses, private businesses and stealing stuff and nothing happens and the police aren't going to do anything about it, we're going to see a ton of this stuff. Vigilante justice is the only thing that's going to stop it. But, you know, people are going to get sued. It's just a free-for-all. It's a free-for-all. This is, this is the bed we've made and we are now sleeping in it. Uh, okay, that is, you know what? I'm going to wrap it up right there. That's been Jake on the News. This is what I have for us for today. I will talk to you later. Have a good one. Be, be good humans. And I have to stop because it is about a 1,000 degrees in the John McCain torture bin that I'm podcasting from. I need to get out of here because I am dripping sweat. I'm sure this looks really good on the camera, but let's just say that we're hotboxing this podcast, and then that's what happens when you do it in the middle of the summer. And Well, we're not in the middle of summer, but it's hot enough. It's hot. I can't even think straight. It's so goddamn hot. Anyways, you guys have a good one. This is Jake with the news. I'll talk to you later.